Good morning and welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral for the celebration of the Eucharist on the fourth Sunday in Ordinary Time. You may view the worship program at www.stpatrickscathedral.org live. Our celebrant is His Eminence Timothy Cardinal Dolan, the Archbishop of New York. Please stand and join in singing the entrance hymn, Rejoice the Lord is King, number 731 in the blue St. Michael hymnal. Son and of the Holy Spirit. Peace be with you. And welcome to Sunday Mass at America's Parish Church, St. Patrick's Cathedral. We're gratefully aware as well of those who unite with us in worship this morning at home on our uh, the uh, satellite channel 129, the Catholic channel and the Catholic Faith Network and our own live streaming.
so that we might offer this great prayer of the Mass the more worthily. We call to mind our sins and ask for the mercy of Jesus. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us all to life everlasting. family safe, O Lord, with unfailing care, that relying solely on the hope of heavenly grace, they may be defended always by your protection through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses spoke to all the people, saying, A prophet like me will the Lord your God raise up for you from among your kin. To him you shall listen 
This is exactly what you requested of the Lord, your God, at Horeb. On the day of assembly, when you said, Let us not again hear the voice of the Lord, your God, nor see this great fire any more, lest we die. And the Lord said to me, This was well said. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their kin, and will put my, my words into his mouth. He shall tell them all that I command him. Whoever will not listen to my words which he speaks in my name, I myself will make him answer for it. But if a prophet presumes to speak in my name, an oracle that I have not commanded him to speak, or speaks in the name of other gods, he shall die. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Come, let us bring not our joy to our Lord. from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, I should like you to be free of anxieties. An unmarried man 
is anxious about the things of the Lord, how he may please the Lord. But a married man is anxious about the things of the world, how he may please his wife, and he is divided. An unmarried woman or a virgin is anxious about the things of the Lord, so that she may be holy in both body and spirit. A married woman, on the other hand, is anxious about the things of the world, how she may please her husband. I am telling you this for your own benefit, not to impose a restraint upon you, but for the sake of propriety and adherence to the Lord without distraction. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. According to Mark. Glory to you, Lord. Oh, boy. Then they came to Capernaum, and on the Sabbath, Jesus entered the synagogue and taught. The people were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as having authority and not as the scribes. In their synagogue was a man with an unclean spirit. He cried out, what have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked him and said, Quiet, come out of him. The unclean spirit convulsed him and with a loud cry came out of him. All were amazed and asked one another, What is this? A new teaching with authority. He commands even the unclean spirits and they obey him. His fame spread everywhere throughout the whole region of Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ.
I should like you to be free of anxiety. The Bible tells us this morning, I should like you to be free of anxiety. I would too. I worry about everything, she says to me. I worry so much, I sometimes get frozen in helplessness, too anxious even to go on. Then I start fretting that I worry too much. I start worrying about worrying. Then somebody tells me, oh, be careful. Anxiety is a sin because you're doubting God's providence. So now I worry about being in sin. I hope she's at Mass this morning somewhere to hear St. Paul urge us, be free of anxiety. We're pros at it, I'm afraid. Worry, worry we know is addictive. Anxiety can be paralyzing. Fretting can crush us. And it doesn't help a blooming thing. So we worry about health and money and jobs. We're anxious about our world and our country, our city, the church, our family and friends, our future, our past. It dawns on me that we're usually anxious about what we cannot control. And we all kind of like to run things, don't we? We like to be in charge. We like things to be tidy and predictable. Oh. But then come problems over which we have no say. And that gets us into a lot of hand-wringing. Our faith can help big time. Our faith tells us that Wait a minute, God, God has ultimate control over things, not me. The big picture is always under his dominion, not mine. He has a plan, a design that cannot be frustrated. Oh, we might not always understand that plan. It seems hazy and imperceptible, and boy, can his plan take a long time to work out. But the Bible reassures us all works for the good for those who believe. No wonder Jesus tells us, fear is useless. What is needed is trust. No wonder St. Paul says this morning, I want you free of anxiety. No wonder Padre Pio would exhort people every day, pray and then don't worry. A couple years ago, I was um, close to a gentleman who was dying of cancer. I got to know him through his service on the board of the Catholic University of America in Washington, D.C., and he lived here in New York, so I stayed close to him 
in his cancer, and it was bad. Uh, the oncologist had told him that he was going to die. But you know, what gripped him more than the physical malady was his anxiety. He was so scared. He was so panicky. He was so anxious. He was so worried. The doctors sometimes had to give him sedatives, and the doctors said, this isn't helping you at all. It's really only hurting you. I tried my best to tell him, well, what I just said in my sermon up till now. Didn't seem to help. He was from Ireland, and I was going to Ireland, and before I left, I went to see him, and I said, now look, uh, one of my stops will be at the shrine of Our Lady of Knock in Ireland, because I knew he had great devotion to her. And while there, I'll offer Mass for your intention. When I got back from Ireland and went to Sloan Kettering to see him, I was amazed to find him serene, at peace, resigned. Oh, physically, things were still looking grim, he told me. But he said, you know what? He said, one night, in the middle of tossing and turning, it dawned on me. He said, I said to myself, look, Buster, two things, one of two things can happen to you. Either your prayers are going to be answered, and through good medical care, God is going to heal you, or you're going to wake up in the loving, eternal embrace of God our Father. He smiled and he said to me, either way, I win. So why worry? Setbacks, adversities, heartaches, tragedy, they might destroy our faith, they can, or they can deepen it. Only the latter is worth it. Jesus, I trust in thee. Sacred heart of Jesus, I place all my trust in thee. I should like you to be free of anxiety. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made, for us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. 
and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. For Pope Francis, for our shepherd Timothy Cardinal Dolan, for all clergy, religious, and laity, that they may be holy and effective in their mission to draw all people to Christ, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That the culture of life flourish among all peoples of the world, we pray to the Lord. For peace among nations and for those suffering the effects of war, especially in Ukraine and in the Holy Land, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And for all our beloved dead, that they may enjoy the fullness of eternal life, let's pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We ask the powerful intercession of Mary, our mother, St. Patrick, our patron, and St. Thomas Aquinas on his feast day as we make these and all of our prayers through Christ our Lord.
pray now that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. O Lord, we bring to your altar these offerings of our service. Be pleased to receive them, we pray, and transform them into the sacrament of our redemption through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Heavenly Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For you laid the very foundations of the world. You've arranged the changing of times and seasons. You formed us in your own image and likeness and set humanity over the whole world in its wonder to rule in your name over all you've made and forever praise you in your mighty works through Christ our Lord. And so with the angels and saints of heaven, we now praise you as in joyful celebration we acclaim. fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice. And once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we
therefore, as we celebrate this memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Timothy, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, St. Patrick, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. As the teacher himself has instructed us, our Demus Dicere. Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. With your spirit. Let's share with each other a sign of Christ's peace.
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb.
please join in singing Gift of Finest Wheat, which is number 528 in the Blue St. Michael Hymnal, number 528.
Let us pray. Nourished by these redeeming gifts, we pray, O Lord, that through this help to eternal salvation, true faith may ever increase through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Through the intercession of Mary, our mother, the inter intercession of St. Joseph, her spouse, St. Patrick, our patron, St. Thomas Aquinas on his feast day, may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Mass is ended. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. Please join in singing, I Sing the Mighty Power of God, number 575 in the Blue St. Michael Hymnal. <laughs> 